This is your host Chukudi, and you're listening to the Other Experts podcast. Hello and welcome to the Other Experts podcast, a podcast where we talk about issues, experiences, and the lives of people of color and African experts in Malaysia. Uh, on this episode, we have uh, Rumbi Lin Kasinamunda. Um, Rumbi is a customer experience and senior IT advisor in Malaysia. Uh, Rumbi, how are you doing? Well, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Rumbi Lin Kasinamunda. I'm from Zimbabwe. Um, of course, living and working in Malaysia. Um, yeah, I mean living and working in Malaysia has its ups and downs, you know, just like everybody who's a foreigner or an expatriate, I guess. So, I mean, I'm thankful I have, you know, I have a job, but at the same time, uh, it could be better, you know, it it could be better. So, yeah, I mean. Like, what, what, what do you mean could be better? What, I mean, what could be in better? terms of job opportunities for, for, I mean, I personally went to school here. I did my, my studies here, yeah, right? Eh? I was in Help University in Pusat Bernard de Mansara. Then from there, I, I worked at another firm. I mean, a- apart from at least working for the publishing company was something that I did, something within my scope of studies. But then because of you know, not giving a visa or not processing this and that. I had to, you know, look for a job, any other job that could at least make me provide for myself without considering if it's something within my field or not. So I just feel like, yes, Malaysia is okay for studies, but it could do better in terms of um, hiring uh, expatriates or other nationalities who have, you know, studied in relevant fields like i'm sure you find that at my workplace there are people who have masters in biotechnology but this person is in a call center type of a situation so i feel like it could be better in terms of employment opportunities uh, but the thing is i think m- I'm, I'm not defending malaysia or anything but i i think it's fair to point out that like uh the country did not promise anyone anything like it's not as if um, they had it somewhere that okay, if you study here, then True. you get an opportunity to live yes. here, to work here and stuff. That that's right. I mean, it, the the country didn't, you know, state that uh, if you study here, you get a job or it's a guarantee. <laughs> True, but I feel like you know. I mean, if I were to be in Canada or Australia or some other... Those, those, those are first world countries. I mean, Malaysia is a developing country. Yeah, so it's I feel like it's slowly getting there. Uh, I mean, the f- okay, uh, the fact that I was able to get hired the way I am now, surely it's, you know, it's a positive sign. But I'm just saying, you know, for it's like they hire us for those jobs that they really don't need, you know? Yeah, basically, you see, it's, I think it's the same thing most countries do. Um... Most countries will definitely want to hire their own people first. Um, I think that's the same thing that Malaysia does. It hires, um, most companies will hire Malaysians first. Um, the MNCs will consider foreigners, uh, but the local Malaysian companies usually typically um, go for Malaysians first and um, 
if they have specific and special needs for foreigners, then yeah, I think though. I mean, okay, if you say mm-hmm. so, but uh, I feel no, like I, okay. I'm I'm not defending. I'm just like pointing out, like I, it's <laughs> it looks like that's like the um, rationale behind why they don't they don't um, hire I mean, foreigners. True, yes, that's that's another thing. But then as well as I, I feel like the term expatriate in Malaysia refers to a certain group of of nationalities. Not to bring race into this, but. I saw somewhere, I read somewhere recently, it says um, if a white person, right, comes to your country, he's an expatriate. But me, if I go to another country, I'm an immigrant, though we do the same things. So I feel like you do look at other nationalities, maybe Australians, Americans, who are Caucasian, I understand. Or maybe they could not, they could not be Caucasian, but because of their nationalities it's so easy for them to get employed yeah that's that i think that's that's very true though, because like other experts that's the whole point uh, behind other experts yeah, it's we're the other experts. yeah exactly thinks about the term expatriate the first thing that comes to your mind is the yeah. westerner yeah not not, not the, the not, not the brown colored exactly. people yeah so i feel like you know i mean like i said it could be better you know i i know i've met some other african people like from Sudan and who work in Petronas, some who work for, you know, different, but they got hired from their companies back home and they were transferred here. Okay. So it's not like they actually got hired in Malaysia. So, yes. I, I, I have met a few, not a lot. Um, it's one of the reasons why we kind of had like the other expats community. We're, tr- we're trying to build the other expats community as well. Um, so that we can have like a network of people who can connect you to the right jobs um, where and when necessary. Because yeah, there are a few people who are in these positions that can definitely very likely help you help other um, other experts up. Um, but the thing is, how do you know who these people are? And maybe hopefully they sh- if they are willing to and um, want to assist as well. So that's something else true i mean i i for one do not have a problem with assisting you know another person who's genuinely seeking i mean employment because i understand the i can't say struggle as such but i understand the scenarios oh, or you situations you've not, you've not struggled <laughs> too much though <laughs> <laughs> i mean i as an african person you know as a brown person i understand the, the situations that some of our people go through, you know, for them to come here and so forth. So if there's anyone who's genuinely genuinely seeking employment and if I can do anything to help show, because the company that I work for, sometimes they have projects where they're only looking for like English speaking um, uh, applicants and so forth. So, and because of, you know, how sometimes they hire locals, but because they know locals can just wake up tomorrow and decide to resign and and go and get employed elsewhere they would prefer to have foreigners because they know foreigners because you're under contract and this and that you get to stay and so forth so if there's anyone who's genuinely seeking i mean seeking employment and if i can do anything to help sure i, I don't buy it i just need to get an email i think and maybe a phone number and you know whatever i get i'll just blast it out <laughs> yeah all right i mean i understand you you're also working here what are the challenges that you have faced you know 
working in organization that maybe you're the only African nationality there, like what are the challenges? Because where I've worked, I haven't been, I mean, except for once, I was the only African nationality, but that's back in 2012. But now, now not so much. So I really don't have those challenges where you feel like, you know, if everything goes bad, you might be the first one to get singled out, <laughs> and, or, you know? So what are your challenges? I don't have, I, I think we both worked for the same company at some point. Um, and when I was there, I was the only black person as well. And it wasn't, it was actually good. The experience was good. Like um, there, was, there was no point at which I felt um, like I was um, singled out for anything or I felt any bias. Actually, it was, it was pretty much okay. I think it helps that um, in most of the companies I've been in, I think all of them, in fact, um, this either it's either there's there has been some black person there before. Okay. Um, even though at some point I'll be the only black person there, um, some people have come before me. So um, and usually they've set like a positive um, precedence, and it's all a good. Ex they had a good experience with those people. So uh, for me, I just do what I can and also leave like a good mark for anyone okay. else coming behind. Uh, it's the experience has been good. There's been no point where I think um, anyone has decided to say like, "Oh, single um, him out because he's <laughs> African." <laughs> Actually, I think is on the on the contrary. It's it's almost like, "Oh, you are the only African here," so they. Um, want they to know. Some slack. Yeah, they actually <laughs> like. Okay, uh, this is you. You, you get to do whatever it is you want to do. You try not to play the um, race card at any point, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> does the thing. So, yeah, it's been mostly a good experience for me. Okay, that's that's, that's good then. That's good. You I mean, because I hear about other people working mm -hmm. different. You know, um, I mean, they they. Uh, I think it's more of a notion that maybe. Uh, the employ other the work colleagues may have towards or a perception rather that they may have towards other African nationalities but then when they get to know us personally understand they realize that we're just like them like we're just the same we're just normal people and one of the things that I find very strange is you know you apply for jobs right like from LinkedIn or whatever right then they look at your CV and everything you know they tell you to, uh, I mean, take this assessment online. Mm. Then you pass the assessment. Then somebody calls you, and they ask a few questions. And you know, then maybe before this has happened to me personally, I'm, I don't want to say the name of the company. Yeah, please don't. But I'm just gonna yeah. tell you what happened yeah. to me. Like, <laughs> just I think we are in what I think sometime <laughs> in February or so. All right. So I saw an, a, a job uh, advertisement on LinkedIn. Right, it's a night shift position. It it, it the the salary range is around six uh, five five thousand five to seven thousand ringgit, depending on your work experience. Right. right. So, uh, you have to go through the 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 organization's portal All for right. you to actually you know fill in your details and this and that and your experience and everything. Mm. So everything was fine. They ask you if you've worked for this organization or the like the child, you know. Yeah, yeah, like before, yeah, before, yeah. But you know, and all of it. So so far, everything. Although I haven't worked for the organization before, but because of my skills and work experience, you know, it's something that I knew I was, I was able to get mm. right. So, 
bear in mind that most most of the people these days, your CV has your photo in it, mm. and you also do indicate your nationality as well. Mm. I mean, that's what my CV is outline is like anyway, right? So I go on, I proceed with the with the with the assessment. There were two assessments. I passed the the two assessments. Then somebody from the company contacted me the next day. Then they were like, oh, we see that you took the assessment, you did very well. Can we know what your experience is, what your visa type is, where you're working at the moment, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just a couple of questions, just, you know, understand who I am and so yeah. forth. <laughs> then later on, I was like, oh, so this person then asked me, so where are you from? Oh, right. okay, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm from Zimbabwe. They're like, okay, uh, sure. No worries, we'll call you back and get back to you. <laughs> yeah. And that was that. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if I'm supposed to call them back and ask them why haven't you called me. But I, I got the memo, really. I mean, instead of, because I felt like you're wasting my time. If you, you saw in my application, because there is no way that you didn't see what nationality I'm from, understand, from the day that I started applying. That's, I know that's the thing. I know maybe at times they do it because it's a, it's a process they have to follow. Otherwise, they might be audited or all of these things that happen these days. I understand. But at least just don't waste people's times. I mean, if you feel like you're not looking for, for I mean, employees from a certain group of people or demography or whatever the case is just you know don't don't post yeah. up the job yeah true i mean I, f I found it really really annoying and i was really pissed off because everything i did so well like you know because it's something that i know it's something that i somewhat do on a daily basis so i was like okay <laughs> sure you know better luck next time i guess <laughs> so yeah okay yeah that's that that has happened i think that yeah that has happened to me as well like uh people call and then they ask oh, some most times i you hear the post as soon as they ask oh, what nationality and you say okay i'm from i'm nigerian or i'm from here i'm from here you hear that that slight post like oh <laughs> like we don't fuck up now and, and shit like that so <laughs> you know like okay and some of some of them though i've i've had a few people who have been like oh um we actually cannot hire foreigners at the moment or um, our client is not looking for foreigners or people from Nigeria and stuff like that. Some of them come out and tell you that, but and most I, of I them I do not. I respect the fact that if you're going to come out and say yes, it's somewhat of a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. But I feel like it's okay instead of me wasting my time and hoping that, you know, I've, I've gone through all the stages, you know, so maybe there's hope, you know. I feel like just come out and say it and say, you know, we're not hiring. Because I feel like the time we're hiring foreigners is only limited to, <laughs> to us, these type of foreigners, understand? It doesn't apply to, you know, like we discussed earlier. So, yeah, yeah I just feel like instead of a person having to say something like, oh, we are not hiring or, you know, making, you know, doing all these assessments in between and only for you to then ask me, where am I from? As if you didn't see all this while. <laughs> it's just yeah, that's, wasting, that's, yeah, wasting somebody's time. It's true, it's true. I think th this has not been a very happy experience in the work in terms of work. No, it has been. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, between uh, 2015 and last year, last year May, May-ish, I was working in Cyberjaya, right, f on the system side for payment and for the system that they use, your oracles and so forth. Mm. So it was really fun. Like, like I actually looked forward to coming to work because first of all, the people I was working with. They were really, really fun, you know. Yes, like we, there were like four foreigners and 
about 10, 10 locals weren't a big team. I mean, but it was, you know. So each day I would look forward to coming to work because I know whatever happens, you know, the, the team is, is there. And my boss, oh my God, I wish, I wish each and every boss would be like that. <laughs> like if you fall sick at work, this man would literally take, uh, if he's still around, because he usually came to work earlier. Mm. But if you fall sick, if he's there, he would say, take your bag, take you to the clinic. From the clinic, make sure you get something to eat with his own money. From there, uh, drop you off at your place, then say, make sure you get enough rest. He would, he would ask you, do you want me to come inside the, the, the doctor's office with you? <laughs> like, you was that nice, I understand, mm. you know? So for between 2015 and, and last year, I mean, it was such an amazing experience for me, you know? We, we got to travel with, with my colleagues. I mean, I, I, for one, I'm not really a person who likes, who reveals so much about me, especially to to people that I'm not so sure of. But this team, oh my, we're like family, we're always joking around. And these guys that I worked with were all younger than we were. And they were like born 92, 93. <laughs> so you know those type of people who are like still young, you know, still yeah. like to play around. They kind of reminded me of my little brother because I have a little brother born 1995, 1994. Right. So, yeah, so everything was really fun, you know, fun, fun working environment. For once, I didn't normally, I don't like to participate in anything. I'm just one of those people that come to work, do my time, and leave <laughs> and try not to be in anybody's way, just try to be under the radar generally. But at this, at this, uh, in, uh, where I was working inside Baja, it was an, it was it was amazing. Like they would say, okay, we're going to have uh, an outing. I'll be like, okay, can I be in charge of something at least, just to make sure like I contribute to something. Mm. It was it was amazing. Like we got to travel into Langkawi as a team. On a normal day, I wouldn't want to do any of that <laughs> with anyone in my team. Because <laughs> I feel like, well, they don't understand me. They don't know how to have fun. Mm. Just the same, you know, notions that we have about. They have about us. I would think maybe that's. I mean, that's how that's you feel about exactly. them. Exactly, yeah. mm. but it wasn't like that. Mm. They're also like just normal people. Mm. You know, yes, we are not the same. True, but we have same certain similarities. So it has been. It 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 has been nice. Actually, the positive actually outweighs the negative if you look at it. All right. But yeah, I have so many positives. The list can go on until tomorrow. But it it has been nice. We even where I work now, right. My manager is from my country, so I, I, I can't really say there's favoritism, but if I'm in certain situations, he tends to understand a little bit more, you know, we'll be like, okay, sure, but I don't want it to seem as if I'm, you know, being, I'm playing favorites and, you know, just, you know, <laughs> but I understand, you know, so yeah. all of those things. So it has been positive, like yeah, it has okay. been, yeah, it has been. And the fact that I have, you know, I have like, um. Because I know, you know, Malaysia, with the way the situation is right now, with people getting deported, people getting arrested, the fact that I actually have, like, a valid employment and a valid, I mean, it, it should count for something. It, it, I know at the end of the month, I get my salary. Though it could be more, yes. <laughs> but I know at the end of it the could, month. It could always be more. Yes, it could always <laughs> be more. I'm sure Bill Gates still wishes there's so much money in his account. But, well, yeah, you know, it could be more. But I am, I am, I am grateful. Though I, I, I try to better myself each day. Mm. Try to do some certifications, you know, just to, you know, who knows what might pop up. And they may need somebody regardless of you know who you are where you're from they just need somebody with the experience so yeah you meant you mentioned just now uh people getting deported um people getting arrested uh, i what what's that about okay i mean you i mean i'm not sure i'm not saying that i i i, I hang out in a circle of illegal people 
but the church that I can give an example of the church that I go to, right? right. Like the church that I go to is in Shiraz, right? When I started going to this church last year, this church used to be so full to the extent that you won't find a place to sit right. if you arrive after a certain time. Hmm. But to this present day, this church has about 20 or less people. Like, wow. we are really, like, you know. So I didn't know what was happening until I had to ask them. They're like, no, it's because because of where the church is located and because most of the people who attend the church stayed in Cheras. So they've been raided, you know. People are calling police on each other out of spite, you oh, know. Okay. All of this, you know, so... So when you hear some of these stories, then you'll be like, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm better off, but I'm grateful, you know, yeah. none of this has happened. At least none of the people that I'm close to, like the people that actually, you know, has happened to. So I'm just, like I said, it, it all can't be bad. It's, yeah, true. it's all not bad. So, so yeah, I mean, and I've heard like back in 20, before I left, because I used to work in this office before I went to Cyberjaya. Right. There's one guy called Jeff. Jeff was from Nigeria, so he used to say somewhere in Kepong. So one day he went to eat. I think it wasn't. I'm not sure what time it was. Right. He went to eat, right? And apparently the cops came, and so he's assuming this is a condo, mm -hmm. and you just go maybe just across the road, yeah. to, you know. So then he was like, okay, fine. So the police asked for his details. Like, I just came out to eat. Let me what get my what. Then they were like, no, we're taking you with you know the with station, us. Yeah. Then they took him with them. Mm -hmm. So. So he called, he managed to get hold of the HR, mm -hmm. of the HR um, person. Company, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He managed to get in, in, t in touch with the HR people, but then the, the cops, you know, were not, I'm not sure if they wanted money or what, I don't know, but it took him about a week for him to get out, despite wow. the fact that he has, yeah, despite the fact that he has, you know, people from work have been coming to, you know, try to get him out. His friend, you know, he got his passport and everything, but they were just being hard-headed. So, yeah, so you hear some of these stories and be like, you know what, you know, I'm just grateful none of that has So imagine, Like, seriously, yeah. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> imagine you have a valid document, but still, just because you went to a spot, may you know, so, I don't know, well, that's the version that I heard, but <laughs> regardless, still, you know. What, where, what people do you hang out with usually, outside of work? My um, outside like of the office, I have a couple of friends like the like are the locals. Um, okay, Malaysia, if if I'm foreigners. being honest, outside of the office, I don't hang out with locals. All right. Like I said, I feel like I have to keep a part of me separate from the office life. If we're in office, yes, we do talk, we do joke around. I feel like it stays there. But outside of the office, yeah, okay. I I do have my my network of friends is not limited to only Africans per se. I do have some friends, I mean a couple of Okay, not we're not we are not talking of um, people like on Facebook who you count. Okay, no. these are my friends. People who you hang out with regularly. Yes. I mean, I have okay, the person that closest to me is from Uganda, right? Uh, we stay together, we've worked together since uh, since September 2015. She's like one of my really close friends, you know. I didn't realize that there are things that I didn't know that she knew and vice versa. So it's, you know, we learn things every day, you mm. know, in mm. and out of the work workspace. True. And also I do have a few um, few friends from Seychelles. They do teach me French here and there, so I think that's good. Yeah. And of course, I do also have friends from Nigeria because... When I joined the company that I work for, 
when I got there, there were already some other uh, Nigerian nationalities there. So the project that I was under, you know, some really cool people, like like you say, like you said, you got there with the notion and assuming things about people. Then you get to know them and only realize that we are just the same. Mm -hmm. The only different thing about us is maybe the gender and the color of our passports, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, but yeah. we're pretty much the same, you know, when the stories that people talk about and so forth, you know, so some people, you know, they, they have like extra... You know how some people like do extra side hustles like baking cakes and so forth. Yeah. You know, tr try to support whoever does anything that they do just to, you know. So yeah, I mean I do have quite a few friends from different places. Alright. Yeah. Then. But no locals. I mean I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I but outside of the office I just try to, you know, yeah. Wait, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing to not have um local friends i mean it's a in university i had locals as friends but after i started working i you know i'm not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing i'm a little bit indifferent about it yeah, to be honest was it was it like a conscious decision to not have if i'm being honest yes it was a conscious decision yeah <laughs> you know i feel like you know you're supposed to hang out with people i just feel like at a certain stage in life you need to have conversations that lead somewhere, conversations that, you know, get you somewhere. But like you say, some of us, where we come from, maybe struggle is what we have in common. So the conversations lead to, you know, bettering yourself, doing this, doing that. But if you grew up in a place like this, where you have never had electricity cut off, you know, water is always there, there's internet, mm -hmm. you know, pretty much everything is laxed. So... But if you're d talking to other people, you know, from somewhat similar backgrounds like you, I feel like the conversations are a bit, you know, I feel like I need more to be... More related, you can yes, relate more and to I them, feel yeah. like I need to hang out with people who challenge me. You know, yes, we can talk about fun stuff, we can talk about, but you need to talk about things that build, mm. things that challenge your mind, you know, and so forth. So right. I just feel like I'm not going to get that from hanging out with people from my... I don't know. I could be wrong, but <laughs> yeah, like I said, I could be wrong. Yeah, but I'm here to be proven wrong anyway. Mm, okay. I haven't had that conversation yet with anybody, so. All right. Yeah. I, I think you you might need to try to you just hang out with if just try and see and maybe the next time, hopefully we can we can talk again in the future after you've had. Um, maybe one just try with one local friend and see <laughs> if it changes anything and then yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, what what do you like to do when you're not working? Like, I if you have like downtime, what, what do you do? I think I speak for everybody here when I say sleep is becoming part of you know. Five years ago, I never used to even think or dream that to actually think about my bed when I'm out at an event or somewhere. But <laughs> I feel like sleep is becoming one of those important things in life. Mm. Apart from that, I like to you know just keep 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 up with current events. I watch news a lot. Apart from reading news, I like to watch news, read books, because I did literature in high school and it kind of stuck with me. I love reading books. Of course, you won't catch me with a romance novel, <laughs> you know, okay, but what, what things that challenge me, like uh, books about build businesses, books about, you know, thinking bigger, books about bettering yourself and so forth. What, what was the last good book you read? The last good book that I read is actually called um, 
this <laughs> the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a very nice. Anyone out there, please, it's it's a very good book. All right. Yeah. So you know. You recommend it. I recommend it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I love <laughs> reading books. So. <laughs> I uh, think that's all. So yeah. apart from that, I like to travel a lot. You know, I'm grateful that you know the passport that I have enables me to travel within Southeast Asia with no hassle. Uh, so I've gone to so many Southeast Asian countries. You know, Indonesia, Thailand. I haven't gone to Cambodia though. I think that's just so. When I have the time, yeah, <laughs> Cambodia is is yet uh, on my on my list. But yeah, I like to travel. Within Malaysia, not so much. I think at this point, everybody has gone to Langkawi, everybody <laughs> has gone to Melaka, and what Kelantan, Cameron Highlands, Genting. You know, just the yeah. So. All right, all right. That's yeah. not not bad at all. Uh, at least you you get to travel um, outside of um, out of outside of of Malaysia yeah. and Southeast Asia. In fact, yeah. uh, like the Nigerian passport, like we lot of these places are. Either restricted or we have to go through a lot of um, hurdles yes. just to travel. So, yeah, that's that's really good. Um, we, we we I think we're talking about um, work and how you don't talk a lot at work and how you don't hang out with a lot of people <laughs> at work or don't <laughs> want to hang out with a lot of people at work. Um, yeah, I I it's I think it's a thing that um, if a lot of people can relate with. Um, seeing that uh, most times you feel like um, work is work and you should leave work at work and then you should draw that line like but mm. increasing increasingly people work is not something you do only in the office anymore it's it goes inside the office and outside as well true so I I, I don't know like um, is is that something we should change or it's fine as it is I can only speak for myself when I feel like if it's workmates, there has to be a line drawn somewhere. Unless if this person is actually your friend, then, you know. But that's just me. I like my personal space in and out <laughs> of the office. So if we're work colleagues, yes, we can talk at work, you know. Though I don't talk much, but, you know, sure, if someone comes up to me and we talk about whatever you want to talk about, sure. But like I said, for me, I need to have conversations that have meaning, conversations that lead somewhere. If they're only limited to culinary things or, you know, I feel like there's not much there for me. So, so yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, like you said, yes, work these days spills out of, you know, the four walls of an office. I understand that, but that's just me. We need to draw the line somewhere. All right. If it's right. work, it's work. Yeah. True. Good. Good point. Still. Yeah. Uh, some people are like that. So yeah, it's completely. Fine. I think I am also like that. So um, it's, it's. Are you sure you're not one of those people that like go out like with all of your work colleagues all the time? And uh, like yeah, I think if you ask people I work with right now, the label is antisocial. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that explains everything. I would rather so, yeah. be labeled as antisocial to my work colleagues. It doesn't mean I don't have a social. I do. I have my own brain yeah, fulfilling so exactly. exactly, you know. But I can't be doing that with people who I'm gonna see on Monday. <laughs> and like, oh, you went crazy <laughs> on Friday. Oh, you know, I, I can't be doing that. So, yeah. All right, yeah, that that's that's true, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's very true. Like, yeah, I saw you climbing the, the drum after you were drunk the other night. You see, so we yeah. can't be having these <laughs> conversations, you know. 
All right. Now, um, what what advice would you have for? Maybe I shouldn't call it advice. Like, what would you say to um, experts, other experts, people studying, people who um, are thinking about um, maybe moving to Malaysia to um, work, study, um, live here? What what would you say to them? Um, for those that want to come and study in Malaysia, sure, Malaysia is, is you know. Fees-wise, Malaysia is is good, you know. It's okay. It's a, it's a beautiful country, you know. It's I, I I really can't say. When it comes to studies, Malaysia is very good. You know, there are so many universities. Fees is relatively cheaper as to compare to the other countries, so it's good enough. But if you are going to try and get a job after you finish your studies, you need to. I'm not sure if patient is the right word, but you need to you know brace yourself for anything. It can go either way. Yeah, you know, like you said earlier on, you know, after you finish your studies, there's no guaranteed, and the country doesn't guarantee you that you get a job. So you need to have that in mind. Mm. For those that, yeah, so it's pretty much easier for you to actually maybe get employed after studying here than you coming here to look for employment. Mm. I think that's the how yeah. I've seen it so far. But once again, the odds of you getting a job soon after you graduate, well. Yeah, they are always slim, but like you said, it depends on the network and the group of friends that you know, and so forth and so forth. So, yeah. So but Malaysia is, is an okay place. I, I don't want to bash it, because I wouldn't be where I am now if it, if it wasn't for this country. Mm. You know, let, let me not kid myself. Mm. You know, it, it, it has its good good side too. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, my... my uh, this okay. This comes. <coughs> this is not arranged. This flow is is messed up completely. But uh, yeah, this question I was going to ask earlier, like <laughs> um, you being a woman and a black woman in in Malaysia, like it, it does that have any? Is there any effect, any impact? Is I mean, yes. Like you said, this is a little bit, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I've had some experiences where some men feel like if you're a black woman here you're a prostitute or you are you know you are here just to sell your body it's offensive and disrespectful but then yet again i you know i'm not saying there are people who are doing that so maybe those men feel like all of us doing the same thing it's like yeah and also one thing i've noticed as well is black women here tend to stick to their own people like the dating pool or the dating um, yeah it's <laughs> more restricted to so you find that me as a black person I may be dating a Nigerian person or a Ghanaian person or you know but you find out for black men the dating pool is a bit wider understand maybe it's because you guys are not as selective and <laughs> you know you know but the whole list goes on why why are black women selective you as a black woman why are you selective like I, like I mentioned earlier on but slightly different mm. i need to be with or hang out with people that i can relate with okay, people yeah, who knows so you know yeah. so if somebody if i do certain things someone may find it weird understand <laughs> if i start eating with my hands here you will not find it strange because we eat with our hands uh, malaysians eat with their hands some too, some yeah. yeah but then yeah and you know and there, there has to be you know i i i'm not i'm not sure sure if this is racist or not but I just don't find any other race attractive. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. For me, it's just black <laughs> men only. So maybe, like you said, you need to, you know, expand 
your you know just try out you know but if 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 you are trying to try out and if, if another person out there thinks you're a prostitute then you know there's already a limitation there already yeah, so true. you know so i feel like yeah I don't uh, know. It's gonna be hard. But yeah, the other day, um, someone asked me if I know any um, black women here who are dating like Asians, Malaysian, Malaysians or Asians. And I thought for like an entire week, and I have no, I have no example, no one that I know. I mean, I do know one. I mean, one lady who's married, one Kenyan lady who's married to a Chinese man. Yeah, that I think the that's the. I think I've seen, I've heard about the Kenyan who's married to Chinese. Yeah, I think there are some, but they're not a lot. You and know. They, they didn't meet here. I think they met in Kenya or they met here. I, I, I really don't know about the background. It's just, you know, social media. You see these pictures, you see their... No, you know. that if, 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 if it's that same Kenyan um, lady and Chinese guy, they, it's, they met in Kenya. They, mm. I think, yeah, they attended the same church and, yeah, that's how they met. Not, not even so here, yeah. So, so that we're looking for here, it started here and they are here. So, but if you to flip this question and look it the other way, ah, there are so many black guys. Yeah. And, you know, so I don't, I'm not sure if it's if it's us black women that we need to change a certain perception. I feel like maybe if I was, I've always asked myself this, like if you were to be in Australia or Canada or America, would you feel the same way too? And I, I told myself no. If I were in a different place, I would be willing to try out different you know varieties because they're exposed to to black people's cultures more than possibly here yeah. here the, the the notion is a little bit you Narrow, know yeah, yeah. like mm, oh okay. if she's not this she's this mm. you know yeah true so yeah so uh, maybe here in malaysia yeah but if i'm trying to be in another country then i guess the the i wouldn't be talking like this it would be a different thing altogether but yeah who knows <laughs> yeah. All right. We, we don't have a lot of time. So, um, what what you want to? Is there something you want to, um, tell listeners about anything? What do you what add to this? Um. So, other expats, just. Oh, uh, by the way, I've been trying to get Rumbi on the other expats podcast for like two years. Like, okay, <laughs> not two years, maybe like an entire year. Like seven months plus. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so finally she's here. So yeah. People get busy, yo. Yeah. People true. get busy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I All mean, right, yeah. it's just that, you know, you know, we should, I, uh, we should try and look out for our own, you know, try to not, not not look out in the sense that you have to be somebody's keeper mm. but if you know you have somebody who's looking for a job you know and if you're in a position to help out go go ahead and do that do something else on the side if you can like i said if you can do something else on the side you know this is a really beautiful country it is you know opportunities you know not limited to an office but you know other things as well mm. meet friends you know live life you know yeah be happy. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, you heard it from her. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, thanks, Room B, for uh, <laughs> for finally coming coming on the show. Sorry, I thank you for <laughs> having me. Hopefully, we can have you again. I'm planning to have like a full group um, on one if of I the podcasts. If I come back the second soon. time, will I get paid or not? I will consider okay, that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Once you consider, <laughs> let me know. Okay. Alright, <laughs> 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 thank All you. Right. <laughs> Damn, what am I? What am I? I'm putting a lot of S's in, but I'm, I'm stopping here. Like this is enough. <laughs>